Once upon a time in a magical land of make-believe and mystery, there were two girls who dreamed that one day the stories they read in books would come to life. They often wondered what it would be like to see characters from those books live in their world and even interact with characters from other books. Those dreams have come true and those girls are now grown, but their imaginations are still filled with the magic of childhood and every week they like to take an adventure beyond Storybrooke. Welcome to Beyond Storybrook. I am Addie. And I'm Trina. We're here with the Once Upon a Time podcast, as you heard in the beginning, with Golden Spiral Media. So we are huge fans of Once Upon a Time and have been watching since day one. And the reason why I love this show is because we have the characters that we've grown up with, seen movies about, but don't really get to see their history and how they came to be. And now we do. We get to see the whole different points. Because I think at many times, this is what I love about the show, we see one side, let's take Regina, for example. We see one side of her. And then we get the other love angle. Then you get the evil angle. You have all these angles to the characters you thought you knew about. And then it kind of wakes you up like, wait, Disney never really shared any of this for us. Disney shares a, maybe a little piece of the beginning, takes you all the way to the middle somewhere, and then the drama happens, and then the happy ending or not so happy ending happens. So once upon a time... They've done a great job on explaining, not even explaining, just creating their whole different world in Storybrooke, in Wonderland, in Magic Fairy Tale Land. I don't know what you call it, but all these different dimensions come along with different personalities of these characters. And the characters that you thought were evil or thought were good aren't necessarily so evil or so good. So they're all pretty complicated and you kind of sympathize with one or the other. Yeah, and we're going to get into one in particular character later down the road. But we just wanted to take this time to introduce ourselves to you. We're huge fans since day one, as Trina mentioned. I love Once Upon a Time because I, I for one, grew up with, you know, the classics of Disney and then the newer ones. I was a kid when Lion King came out, so that's totally my generation. Also, um, I was talking to you about Pocahontas. That's my generation. As I was a kid, I grew up on when Pocahontas first came out. I got the stickers. I even got the bed sheets, put it that way. And, and the scene, kind of growing up in that form, I didn't really know nothing. I'm only in my mid-20s. So I really haven't given that much thought to these characters until this show. This show has shined a whole different light on these characters that I really didn't think about. And I, I just love that about the show. So going on with this whole show, I'm, I'm, I'm just waiting to see what happens next. Frozen kind of has a big question mark all across the board. Lots of fans of the show are, are kind of wondering, well, what's their point here? Who is the real villain? And we'll touch on that, but let's go ahead and recap season three. And we just want to let you know that this is not a recap show. What we want to do is dive into these characters, throw theories out there, kind of analyze it, see what's going to happen. What do you think is going to happen? And we want to bring you as a community of Once Upon a Time in on it and kind of theorize with us, analyze with us. Yeah, I think that's one amazing way we can just grow together and just collaborate. And we really invite you, hey, if you like to talk and you're not shy to get on you know, the phone, the microphone, we want you to join us on this show. So don't hesitate. So Trina, what is 
your take for last season. All right. So last season was kind of split in two, but I'm going to just take the whole wicked aspect of it. We're introduced to Zelina, who's the wicked witch, and we find out she is the half-sister of Regina. Now that, again, is another twist that I thought, wow, I didn't see that coming. So she's the whole season, pretty much Zelina is out for revenge and wants to go back in time so that she's the only beloved child of Regina's mom and that and Regina's never born and it would just be her. She would be the golden child, the powerful witch. This is why she's green. She's filled with envy, jealousy, hate. Hate is more of the red color, but what takes her soul is envy. And you see that left and right, not only with her sister, Regina, but with um, Dorothy. Dorothy. Poor girl. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> Putting this whole spin, I really liked it because I'm not too familiar with The Evil Witch. The movie Wizard of Oz is something I just watched about maybe uh, two months before the season started because I had no clue. Again, that's not my generation. I am much older than you, so I grew up with that. <laughs> Yeah, you actually helped me explain. And then you're like, okay, you got to watch this so you can understand what's going to happen this next season. What's the understanding of it? And that totally made sense. And to see their spin and take on it was very interesting. She did have a chance. We see that with Glenda, the witch. The the, the good witch. Yes. Yeah, the good witch. She tries to take her in, guarantees that this is your family. This is These are your sisters now. We know Regina has some history with you, but... To get to a better place for yourself, let's get together with sisterhood. Then Dorothy comes along. and yeah, Well, let's face it. Zelina is very powerful. Like, Regina barely beat her. And I like the little twist, too, that she is the one who ended up beating her sister, Zelina. It was, you know, they're kind of gearing it that it was Emma. She's the savior. She's the powerful one. She has the, the most light magic because her, you know, she's made out of true love. So she is one of the most powerful ones. But... As we see, it got taken away by Zelina, and Regina had to step in. So it, that's just another complication, too, with Regina. Not a complication, but, you know, she's got the dark side and the light side. She can go either way. That that's She's one of my favorite characters. That's why I love her so much, because... Regina. Day, yeah, Regina. One day she'll be good, one day she'll be bad, when she, you know. You never know, and it's it's in there. It's in it, in her, too, to be good. And we see her defeat this powerful, her powerful sister. Well, the good has only happened recently with having the love for Henry and having to struggle and fight for Henry with, you know, Charming and Swan, Emma. I was calling her Swan for a good while because I just, <laughs> I just watched the latest or uh, the last episode and it's just her and Hook. And Hook just calls her Miss Swan, Miss Swan, never calls her Emma. So proper. I think he gets a brownie point for that. But we just see this side recently with Regina and that... Even that fighting with Henry, she it was a battle left and right. Like, I will only show this love towards Henry. None of you guys deserve of it. And that has recently changed when they thought they were going to lose Henry to Peter Pan the right. first half of this season three. And now they kind of come all together. Regina's falling in love, is showing another loving side of her to the point where when Emma gets back in town from third from that other dimension the past, they bring along Marianne. Marianne. Maid Marianne, yes. Maid Marianne. I can never get her name right. But Emma's so confident. No, she's changed. It's not the evil queen anymore. I promise you, let me introduce you to her. And you'll see that she's such a nice lady. That's how much Regina has changed the fact where 
the good people are willing to take other people to her. That says a lot. Right. And we'll touch on that a little bit later. But what I want to kind of get into in the last season is Zelina. I'm wondering if she's really dead. You know, she did turn to, you know, Rumpel stabbed her. She turned to glass. Her entity, her green entity, you know, came out of the jail, probably went to her pendant and opened up this time portal. Now, remember when she got water poured on her, she's able to, you know, make herself disintegrate and then come back into smoke. So I'm wondering, is she really dead or not? I'm not so sure if she's dead. I want to say that she's not because the spirit's traveling and then something magically happens, opens the past portal, which you had posed. Why would that even happen if she was dead? So I would think she's still alive, activated something. And I think you said it, that you you would have to destroy her pendant. Yes, that's not destroyed yet. That is locked up in Regina's mausoleum. And the th- like you just brought it up right now. How did that portal open if all those items weren't in the corner? Yeah. What, why was it her spirit that opened it up? Very, so very I odd. really don't think she's dead. It'll be interesting to see when she does come back, if she does come back. Maybe the portal opened because she died and she's the one who invoked and engaged in setting up that whole circle. I don't know. Well, that's a question unanswered that we hope they answer later on or something connects later on. Yeah. And then you brought up Regina having locked in her vaults, right? We now know that's not really safe. No, that isn't. (laughs) So I think Regina needs to rethink that anyways. (laughs) I just thought I'd bring that up. Well, now let's go back to the portal. Now they're going back in time. And we have Hook and Swan going back to, I think they, they land where Snow and Charming first meet or supposed to meet yeah and they already they switch up the whole thing you have emma who was very innocent just like her mom and we see that a lot in this episode where she gets a lot of her traits from her innocent mom even though she doesn't think she is she sees her mom as a a two goody two shoes type of girl but we see that in emma in this whole episode this last finale we see it yeah she's just trying to be good or do good and help someone out but lo and behold The innocence brings out the worst. And that's something we see. What is the consequence of of being too nice? Well, yeah. I mean, so she brings back. So Marion was supposed to die. Yes. She's supposed to be dead at the hands of the evil queen. Her and her village. Yes. Her and her village. So she's back in town. And this is at the point. Back in town. I mean, back in Storybrooke. And this is the point where Regina and Robin Hood are already starting to make a connection. Yeah, they're kissing on the street, holding hands with the, you know, the cute little boy in between them. Total love story right before our eyes. And this is the point where Marianne gets introduced. Robin sees her. Mar- Marianne is Robin's true love. So we know that, right, from the stories and whatnot. But here we have it again. Emma's innocence of trying to help somebody. She brings her back. And again, it ruins Regina's chance of love, just like her mom. We know that Snow inadvertently told Regina's mom about Daniel, who Regina's mom ended up killing him. And Regina puts all the blame again on Snow. And here we are, history repeating itself. Again, her family messing up her chance of love. And Regina even says it. She's like, you're just like your mom. You don't, 
you don't know when to leave things alone or I don't, I don't know exact something I'm paraphrasing, but pretty much saying this is what you guys do best. You guys ruin my happiness and you see her inflamed or, or engaged in that evilness right then and there. And that's when you're like, oh man, the villain is back. Yeah. And at some point you're rooting for Regina the whole time now because you, you see and you sympathize, you relate to her they made her into a relatable, loving character this past season. You're right, because Zelina was a very hateable villain. Like, I had nothing to sympathize with her. Even even that, you know, even though she was abandoned by her mom. But with Regina, you sympathize with her a lot. And she started off, if you, you know, all the flashbacks, she started off as good. It's, it's everybody else that kind of brought that darkness out of her, that made her evil. And this didn't this happen... The season before they're having a party and she's trying to prove I'm good. I'm good. But it's them who they do these things. And she actually, that's exactly now I, I know what she said. You do. You're just like your mom. You guys do things without thinking. Oh, yeah. Without thinking about the consequences of your actions. Yeah. So and that kind of goes with every every time Regina steps forward, she has to take a whole leap back because someone did something to provoke her i mean all she wants is love isn't that what every character wants is love yeah they all want that true love and every time she's close it gets ripped out of her something happens and it just poor regina it brings out the evil so that begs the question like is she gonna be the villain next season like what what do you think Addie? i think we, we are gonna see a very very bitter regina again and I think because of Frozen, and if you haven't seen the movie Frozen, you should see the movie before watching this upcoming um, season because in in Frozen, there was no strong villain. There was one, right? The, the one who wanted to take over the kingdom. But they saw Queen Elsa as the the evil one because she was freezing things. She even hurt her sister. There's a lot of things. So she was seen as the villain. Now I'm thinking because we already have an introduction to what innocent does. Innocent turns bad. I think that's what the motto is here. I think maybe Elsa will be the villain. Unknowingly though, she's trying to do good things, but ruins the town, ruins things that are, were already okay. Cause that last scene it's everybody having the time of their life that, ah, we're, we're finally at peace. We're finally in love. We're finally good besides Regina. And all of a sudden we see um, Elsa come out of, of that portal. Yeah, she comes out of the portal. Yeah, she comes out of the portal. And she even knows to freeze it, which mm-hmm. is interesting. So what is her end game? She ends up coming through the portal and freezing it so that nobody can come through. Not sure. That's something we're going to we have will, to see. Yeah, we will see in season four. Well, I'm wondering, is it too soon to bring Frozen out? I mean, it just came out in the movies. I would love to see other characters develop that they've introduced, but we don't really know the backstory yet or how they intertwine with everybody, like Princess Aurora from Sleeping Beauty, Prince Philip. We saw a little bit of Maleficent, but I think there's more to Maleficent and Regina, and I would love to see more of that going on. And then bringing on a new character. Now, I, I love the movie Frozen. And I would, I'm interested to see how they develop this season. But I would have much rather seen other characters 
develop more that they've kind of introduced but kind of put on the back burner? I want to say that understanding from a business point of view, they want to capitalize on the frozen (laughs) brand. They want to bring it. And they brought it. I want to say yes. They did bring it a little too soon. It throws in a totally unpredictable spin, which is what the show's all about. Right? So, you know, we... Here you have a whole series based on classic, classic characters. Here's another spin. Here's a new character. So I think it's very, it is Once Upon a Time-esque to throw her in, to throw Frozen. And I believe her sister is going to be involved too. That's what yes. I saw. I don't know the, yeah. t- the name of the two actresses, but they already have them casted. So that's yeah. going to be very interesting to see that. Um, I'm wondering when they're going to bring Lion King, you know, in the mix. <laughs> Um, when they're going to bring Pocahontas, which is why <laughs> yeah. we're talking about Pocahontas. Um, there's so many characters to bring in. Wally. Uh, uh, <laughs> uh, Wait those- a minute. That's a stretch now. Wally, Fairytale <laughs> Land. Come on. Hey, robots. Have we seen a robot? We haven't, huh? No. So this is more futuristic, though. Wally was based in the future, wasn't it? Yes. These yeah. are more like the classic characters because the book of. Right. The Once Upon a Time the book. The book, yeah. But I think, yeah. So where does where does Elsa come into that book? Right. That's what we have to find out. Yeah. <laughs> I was like I was telling you. Prior seasons, you kind of know where they're going. Like we had the Peter Pan, we had the we had the Wicked Witch, we had Peter Pan, we had, you know, Regina's past, and we kind of knew where the seasons were going. Now this season, I'm. Not too sure where we're going. I guess I'll have to find out. Like, we'll see more. Major curveball. Total major curveball. We'll see more, you know, when it premieres, which I'm excited for. I That was one question that I have, and maybe uh, you can help me, is we're seeing one consequence of what happened when uh, Hook and Emma went back to the into the past. One of their major ones that we're seeing is, is two things. Uh, one is okay charming and snow are back together everything's fine they met that means everything should be written as it was but then we have marine marina marion 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 have a lot of names Marianne. on today's show um she meets robin and her son they're reunited but i don't think it ends there what else did they change they should i think if you change one thing Let's think about our own lives for once. If you change one thing, it's a domino effect. It's going to change one thing after the other, no matter what. You can say, oh, well, if I didn't, let's take driving. If I didn't drive at the age of 16 and a half, what would have happened? A lot of things would have happened because then you take traveling out of the equation. When they did go back in the past, and this is where I think you're going because there's this ripple effect. So Snow and Charming didn't meet when they were supposed to meet. They had right. to kind of force that. Mm-hmm. So in doing that, what changed in between? We don't know yet what what we you know what changed in between, because they were messing with how they met, when they met, mm-hmm. and that could change pretty much everything else along the way. And you have Hook and Emma who were introduced to the whole community in that era as two whole other different people who interfered with their party. So they were exposed to a whole different storyline there. Maybe that's what this season's going to be, is that 
their consequences of changing things are exposed, plus frozen, plus Regina reacting to pretty much the loss of the love of her life. We don't know because you brought up to me, Tinker Bell did say you're meant to be with this guy. And that's where we always knew the man of her life was the guy with the tattoo. So they eventually end up together some way, somehow. Yeah. So yeah, it, I think you're right. It's going to be a culmination of what did what ripple effect or domino effect happened with them changing how they first met Snow and Charming. Frozen coming into the mix, she closed the portal, so, portal, so they're going to have to figure out how to open that portal. And what is her endgame in Storybrooke? Like, why is she there? Yeah. Coming in like that. She knows... <laughs> she knows not to leave those uh, gloves, gloves on, but the second she comes out of that, she takes it off, starts her frozen path. Like, do you have to walk on only ice? Are you Mr. Sub-Zero, Mortal Kombat? <laughs> so I'm really interested on what's her, what's her agenda for being there. So we'll and have we'll, to see. We'll have to see. Another question I have is, it, it's it's kind of a show trend nowadays where, once the winter comes along, they split up the season in two. Yeah. So I'm wondering how long is this Frozen going to last? Maybe not that long because it is new. What can they write about her? But we never know. Does it last full season till fall to spring? Or does it end just in the winter? Who would be the next villain for this other half season four part two? Being that it's Frozen, it should... And in the winter, wouldn't you think? <laughs> <laughs> clap, clap, clap. Good one. <laughs> what else should we cover here? Because we're there's so much to cover when it comes to this this whole storyline. Does does the baby become another powerful image? Prince Neil, that's right. Yeah, which He's, they named. What did you like that name for him? I thought it was a good homage to mm-hmm. to Neil, but kind of weird because that's really her brother <laughs> that's true my ex is now named after no my brother's now named after right. my ex right. which it's all because of love right so in talking about emma the badass right she's the badass with the red always in red and the symbol i the she's symboled as the savior she's kind of the one with the white magic the one who's going to save everybody the one who who symbolizes promise so the one thing when it comes to Emma, we she was our first character we that was introduced to us in the whole series. We have Emma and she's always known that she's been part of something bigger but doesn't accept it. She fights against it. This last the season finale was based on her with the intention of once I get home I'm moving back to New York and I'm getting away from this cuz I'm just tired of it. The whole fairy tale land the evil the good the bad i just want to live live a normal life but after seeing her parents which regains her power she realizes how much she does love her parents and how much she cannot live without them and how much happiness that she brings to their life so it's all reciprocated in both in, on both terms so she decides to stay she starts to accept her powers too that's how they got back to storybrooke was using her powers. So we see a whole different side of Emma coming along, also giving in to Hook. She loves Hook. So she wants, we don't know if she loves Hook, but wants to be with him. They're kissing at the end of the whole thing. <laughs> what's 
next for Emma Swan. You bring up a good point, though. She finally accepts who she is. And all throughout the season, she's always having this self-doubt of who mm-hmm. she is, who she really is, where she came from. She's always saying, I'm not the savior. I'm not the powerful one. Like, why is all the pressure on me? But like you said, in the, the final, the finale, finally accepts it and accepts her family where she came came from. So I think that'll bring about a new kind of power in her because she finally believes in yeah. everything, right? And it's always about believing. So, so that a whole family just got powerful. Exactly. <laughs> and then about her and Hook hooking up. Um, Hook hooking up? Yeah, her and Hook hooking up. <laughs> so I like Hook for her. I, maybe it's the pirate thing. I like pirates and the whole, you know, I'm kind of suave and cool and charming. Right. And uh, he kind of, you know, again, she brings out the good in him. He mm. is supposed to be this... You know, careless, evil. I don't care about anything. Mm-hmm. I only about myself Very type selfish. of guy. Right. But Emma brings out something in him. And I don't know. They kind of go well together. They of, do. You know. A good balance. Exactly. They have that, that badass edge to them. And yeah. I think that's what connects them together. Because we see that in the finale. Again, the finale was so amazing. I think it was well produced, well written well um tied to the whole series it wasn't something just related to that season it's related to the whole series and i really love that they did that going back to hook we see when he goes back to his past what's his um the guy with the red hat beanie it's me he says me he sees him and that guy's like are you okay because he he's not acting like his strong commanding hook so the one thing that did put him back in place was to be a jerk and says, who are you to pretty much, who are you to be asking me questions? I told you to, you should have had <laughs> this done. So we already see that being around Emma, he's a softy. He's actually cares for saving people. He's the one who bought, brought Marina. Marion. Marion. <laughs> you going to have trouble Marian. with this one? Hell yeah. I don't know why. Uh, Marion brought Marion back into the portal carrying her because he cared he wanted to do this for emma he was smart about it and said hey you can't change anything mm-hmm. he knew he knew better he's been around for a while a lot longer than her and so that's one thing too we see in before they go back to storybrook he's talking to charming and saying uh-huh. you know how how he, what was their conversation? Something around, you know, her parents won't let her love who she loves. And Charming even gets sad. Well, why not? She deserves that, you know, blah, blah, blah speech. It's like, oh, I hope you remember that. Because he wants to That's get the approval of Charming and Snow, which they're, they don't back They don't back up. I think he's breaking them in, though. They're starting to, uh, I think they're starting to get it. You think so? I think so. They're kind of chipping away. He's kind of chipping away, I think. Like having her back. So, and they know that he has her back, but I think they just want somebody better for her. Who knows? Not only her back, but Henry's back, Neil's back, always had that heart for him because that was, that's kind of weird to think about too, right? He was a second father figure to Neil, who is Swan's ex, you know, baby daddy. So it's it's kind of weird how this all. works together which by the way we need to do it this time make the whole family family tree tree. 
yeah. and connect it the proper way. Because we've seen a couple of family trees out there on the net when we Googled it and they're incomplete. Because, you know, they're probably made a season or two ago. Now we have lots of information. Who's tied to who and what? Whose kid is whose kid? We're going to big need a big poster board. Yeah. <laughs> I, think I, already, really I, already, I already started one. Yeah. I already started one. So it's just a matter of filling in the blanks. So we'll have to do that and put it on the Facebook group for that's people right. to that's right. check out and chime in on on this whole weird family tree that's <laughs> going on in Storybrooke. And I just brought up the Facebook group. If you want to join us, because once the show is over, we don't stop talking about Storybrooke. You can find us in a Facebook group called Beyond Storybrooke, where we continue to talk about the show, interact with other fans, interact with the content, and give our two cents there as well. And hey, a lot of what goes on there will probably be brought up here on the show going forward. So you should join us. It's facebook.com slash groups slash Beyond Storybrooke. And to make it even easier on you, we have all the links to anything mentioned here on the show, including how you can participate on the show. You can find it at beyondstorybrook.com. Yeah, we do want to hear from you. So go ahead and join us on the group or head over to beyondstorybrook.com. That will be it for now. We hope you join us for the new season, which is coming up in very, very short time. So we're really excited again pretty much what we talked about so many question marks i'm pretty sure you have lots of question marks going on floating in your head about this show join us and we will catch your ears on the next episode of beyond storybrooke